Ask the Podcast Coach for July 4th, 2020. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that fun-filled music. I need the sound effect of, like, fireworks or something going off here. But it's... <laughs> Ooh. Ah, yeah. It's, it's Saturday. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting.com, and joining me right over right over there is uh, the one and only Jim Cullison from the Average Guy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. Happy July 4th, which in the UK is not, I mean, it's yeah. not the biggest holiday <laughs> in the world, but uh, here in the United States, it's big. With the pandemic going on, uh, what I'm understanding, many, many public fireworks displays have gotten canceled. They're just not doing them. Yeah. Or they're doing them, I guess in New York City, they're doing them, but they're not telling them where they're doing it from. So you just, so they, because they don't want people gathering, right? So what that means is a gangbuster sales opportunities for all the local fireworks stands. I guess people yeah. are just going nuts and started last. I don't know about you, but started last night here and I tonight is just going to be, it's a, it's a Saturday night in the United States and it's 4th of July. Like, Oh, good God. What, what, so we're, we're, we've got some, some interesting times ahead. What my city did little Akron, Ohio is they, which is going to, it's going to suck because normally Akron, Ohio, not known for their huge fireworks displays, especially after I went to Cleveland. I was like, Oh, this is, this is what fireworks displays are supposed to look like, but it, they're doing them synchronized in four different locations. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, wait a minute, that, that I'm pretty sure you didn't like quadruple the fireworks budgets to do this. And then you can listen on 97.5 and they have music and blood, but I was oh, nice. like, but the whole point is, and then they're going to shoot off warning shots. One at like at eight 30, one at like nine o'clock. And then at nine 30, they kick off. So the idea is everybody's supposed to figure out where the fireworks are so that you can go okay. see them without actually gathering. And I'm like, yeah, it sounds it's, but I think in the long run, th- this is your typical Akron, Ohio fireworks display. <laughs> Ooh, done. And then you're like, all right, well, is that it? Are we done? Are we over? All right. And then it's like, oh. ooh, it's like literally like every minute and a minute is a long time. But what uh, would make hey. that time go much quicker? That's right. The, the morning coffee pour. pour. That's right. The morning, the morning pour. Mark, thanks. Yes. Uh, Mar- Dave, tell what Mark, tell everybody what Mark's won. Yeah. Mark has re-upped for July. This is something we just were like, hey, let's throw this on the wall and see if it sticks. And we're talking about Mark from podcastbranding.co, where you can get affordable, professionally designed podcast websites and artwork to help your show stand out. So whether you need cover art, logos, websites, social media, ebooks, lead magnets, anything else. He's an award-winning uh, graphic and web designer with over 30 years in the design field. He's also a podcaster. He's been podcasting since 2013. He's branded over 100 podcasts, and he's eager to work with you. Check him out, podcastbranding.co, and let him know that um, Dave and Jim from Ask the Podcast Coach sent you. And uh, yeah, s- speaking of sending people places, we should send you over today, if you're watching this live, and right now 22 of you are, go over to podcastawards.com. I understand that we are now in the technology category. If you want to vote for Ask the Podcast Coach, we were like, hey, let's try this and see if we can win an award. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, that'd be fun. That's be fun. We've been doing it a while. Got some great great fans, some great listeners. Yeah. If you're listening live uh, and you want to jump on in, first of all, if you're listening on Facebook – 
because I did throw it out at Facebook today. You need to go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash live for us to actually see any questions that you have over there. And um, you're here with uh, a few people. If you want to jump into the actual video with me and Jim, if you want to ask a question live and not just via chat, just go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash join, and we'll be happy to answer any questions that you have, which reminds me... Jim, you were talking, we were talking a little bit this morning before we started about potential feedback. Should we wait for Ed to do that if he shows up? Well, yeah, Ed, if you're out there, I saw him out there earlier this morning. Ed Sullivan, jump in here, askpodcastcoach.com slash join. So Dave, watch for him to come in. Yeah. yeah, interesting when you survey your audience, which I think is really important to do at least once a year, get some kind of ideas on what are they thinking? What do you want? What do they want from you? Why do they listen? I think the questions you ask are really, really important. And I know you're saying, duh, like, yeah, duh. of course they're important. No, no, no. They're, they're more important than you think. And the way you word them really is important. We, we know this at Gallup in the way, and I'm not a survey research specialist. I don't do that kind of stuff. But I do know that we spend a lot of time using science to help fashion our questions. Do they matter the way you ask them? Because the, you just can't ask any question and expect to get an answer that's helpful. You really kind of need to think through the question. I think, Dave, for most podcasters, they need to ask the question, what What would I actually do with this information <laughs> when mm. I have it? Like, So questions like, how often do you listen? Okay, so that's a you would think that's a great question, but when you get that information back, so depending on how you fashion it, you might say once a month, twice a year, once a year, whatever, whatever it happens to be. I think you have to ask yourself the question, when I get this data back, what am I going to actually do with it? That would make sense. It wouldn't make sense to do once a month, twice a year, less than once a year, because there's not much you could do with that. But you could, you could ask some questions around the platform as an example. So like, what platform are you currently using? Dave, you could say to me, well, that you could get that information in other places, right? You could get it from iTunes. You could get it from Spreaker. You could get it from your ISP or from your, your host provider. But is there an advantage to asking your audience, your most engaged, by the way, these folks who answer the survey, they are the most engaged people that are there. You, you might want to think through like the, the, the answers from them. So Ed's, Ed is joining us. Ed, you can throw Ed in here. Yeah. There hey, he is. hey, Ed, welcome. The hey, man from Sonic right Cupcake. You got to love it. That's the one. I think I got some branding on today. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nicely, nicely done. Ed, you, you over at Cigar Authority, and this, we're not going to make this about cigars, but I kind of really want to make this about the survey process. You guys sent a 20-question survey out to your audience that came back and I think talked about it on the show as well. Is that right? We did. We did. And we, we do an annual survey. Mm-hmm. It's, it's gone a couple of different directions. I, I'd say our listeners are not big readers, so essay questions are out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so we've sort of zeroed in on uh, multiple choice. And we went with about 20 questions, but the types of things we were trying to do, I mean, as you probably both know, the the show is really to originally support a business, a retail business. doesn't matter what the business is, but we want to learn more about our audience in order to meet their needs from the retail side. But 
Also, just as important is we want to be able to share information with the advertisers so they know exactly who our audience is. Now, Cigar Authority is a audience or is a advertising heavy podcast. It is it's a <laughs> podcast that I I'm amazed at the number of ads. Like I think some podcasters are just would be glad to have one ad. And and Dave stacks them in in kind of three, I think three segments throughout the show. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, as well as segments in the show. Yeah. So I haven't counted them all up lately. I don't have enough fingers and toes to count <laughs> <Yeah>. them all. <laughs> so it uh, it exceeds 20. Wow. But yeah. And every one of the advertising, some of them, the show's been running a little over 10 years. And. Some of them uh, have been in for as long as eight years. And so they're seeing value in it for sure. And I think when you look at it from an advertising standpoint, we have an audience that's big enough to go CPM model if we wanted to. It's not, not a huge audience, but the problem with the CPM model is uh, our audience doesn't care about mattresses stamps i don't think they're big letter writers either so or, or audible listeners maybe no no i think right. what you find is uh, there's no reason to commoditize our audience our right. audience has inherent value to the right advertiser so my guess would be we're getting i don't know at least three to four times what a good cpm would be with a generic audience so it really can make a difference but because it's selling, I mean, because the podcast is not the product in a, in a lot of ways, right? There's there's a retail product that's available. And by the way, that retail that retail product is available in shops, but it's also there's also an online business. And yep. you and you don't you can say you can't say, but the difference between the the local retail and the online sales. Let's see, the local would be about. 10 times as much as we're doing okay. online, I would guess. Okay. Boy, you'd kind of think that'd be flipped, but but yeah. the, locals, the local engagement's super important. Do you know how many in in your survey, percentage-wise of your listeners to respondents on the survey? We've got, I would call a super engaged audience. So it's over 10% of our normal listening base replied and took the time to answer 20 questions. Yeah. 10, 10%. Dave, what, what do we say? What's the typical response rate on a survey? Oh, do you think three, 5% if okay. you're doing yeah. great, but Dave's another great example of you end up creating products that you never would have thought of, except your audience came up with the idea. <laughs> and one of my favorite ones was they start off and they they light up their cigar and this week we're smoking a blah 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 and one of his audience members went hey like can you let me know what you're going to smoke next week because I'll go order it and so he went to the manufacturers and said hey can I get like a bunch of your cigars at a discounted rate I'm going to make a pack so like here's the August cigar back because his audience wanted to experience that with him. And so it's a win-win. He makes obviously a, probably a little bit of money off of the cigars. The cigar makers get their product into the hands of people that smoke cigars. And the audience wins because now that it's a better experience. And I was like, that's just a great and, example of, of 
it's a win 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 yeah everybody wins there because the audience too is getting the cigars for a better price than what the uh, retail cost of them would be so yeah i mean the the big thing i think the most interesting thing in the whole survey we asked whether the podcast influences their purchase decisions mm. And what do you think, Dave? You want to give a guess to the percentage yes? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. What percentage? It's up there. What do you think, it, Jim? Well, I, I have I have the survey in front of me. So <laughs> uh, you, what do you, you just guess, Dave? Because I want to say like 100%, but it can't be 100%. That influences. You didn't know there'd be a quiz today. Huh? Yeah, I, 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 I would go. 80 or above, but that's, yeah, yeah is, is yeah. what I'm thinking. 91.8%, yeah. you know, and so again, that's something we can share with advertisers yeah. that makes our audience super valuable to See, them. That's a great question. That's the question you want on a survey because <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, you're, you're getting to know more about your audience, but man, how powerful is that to go? 91% of our audience is influenced by what we do on the show. Yeah, you I know, mean, and, and the, the questions were sort of back and forth between things that would be helpful to communicate to our advertisers. Uh, some of them were just our own curiosity, you know, and yeah. uh, some of them were more, what t-shirt size do you wear? And oh, nice. that's... Well, that's more if we're going to do an event or something, or we actually want to uh, yeah. get some inventory, we have a better idea. That's a great idea. See, that goes back to the, me saying, like, if you're going to ask a survey question, have the intended result. If Okay, what am I going to do with this data when I get it? And if you don't intend to, if you don't intend to, intend to sell merch or sell T-shirts, don't don't ask your audience what t-shirt size they were. Like, right, if you're right. not intending to do that, well, uh, you're sort of you know. setting an expectation for them by asking the question. Yeah, right. Well, that, no, right on the yeah. Well, that ahead, might also be good because then if you get a bunch of people going, "Hey, are th are there t-shirts?" It's like, oh, well, maybe we should make some. Jim in the chat room says, "When I used to sell ads for classic, he was on a classic music station. He said we don't count the people we reach; mm -hmm. we reach the people who count. So, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's a beautiful thing there, man. What? But those are some great questions. And and it used to drive me nuts when I worked in customer service back in the days when I was a copier technician. I was also slash customer service. And every now and then, when people like the marketing team was bored." They'd go, let's do a survey. And the first thing I would say is, what are we doing with the content? Because there's nothing more, there's nothing you can do uh, worse to your audience than ask for their opinion and then do nothing with it. It's like, <laughs> right. So that's awesome. And we, we have been talking. We've been, not, not me, I think I've been with the show about three years, but Dave's been doing the show. Every Saturday at noontime for over 10 years. Wow. Without a miss, except on a day like today, that's a holiday where we pre-record it. So we wanted to find out, would uh, our live viewers follow us to a different day and time? You know, so we mm. sort of asked, okay, what's the best day time to, to watch it live? And I think what you'll find is, and what I said to Dave is, you're going to hear both sides, right? Some people are going to say, well, if it's not Saturday, I'm out. Right. <laughs> but we do decent numbers on the live, probably on an ongoing basis for the stream, couple hundred. 
That's you great. know, which really is not too bad at all. You know, and well, you would Ed, you would though. So let's just say you guys change to Friday afternoons permanently. Yep. You're like, okay, we don't want to come in Saturdays anymore. We're going to pre-record <laughs> this on Fridays. You, you'd have a bunch of people who carved out their Saturday morning. David yeah. would be like, if we change this, I mean, we have been 930 Central, 1030 Eastern from the very beginning and five years of it, right? So if we said, hey, we're doing Friday, same kind of deal. You would drop a bunch of people initially, yeah. but then you'd pick up a whole new group who are like, oh, I could never make Saturday mornings. Yeah. It just wasn't convenient. But Friday afternoons is great. The real question is, would that number rebound back to the, let's just say it was 100 yeah. live. Would it rebound back to the 100? Based on your numbers, weeknights are actually more popular than weekends and weekdays. Yeah. So you might get, you might think, mm, okay. The one issue yeah. is that content-wise, our space has become very crowded with live streams <laughs> with mm-hmm. COVID-19 going on. There's just all oh, yeah. kinds of people. Okay, a virtual this, a virtual that. So in in some ways, Saturday is a safer space for us to get audience in. The other factor for us is we have a live studio audience yeah. that can, in the wintertime, run as many as 30 people. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. It's sort of a, a fun addition to the show. and. So I, I think that's what's been really successful. We, we've got an interactive show, right? You yeah. can get the product and experience the product with us each week. And the people who aren't listening live, a lot of them will listen to the podcast. We're, based on the numbers, I'd guess it's 80% podcast, 20% on Facebook yeah. or YouTube, the split between them. But a lot of people just carve out some time, sit down, listen to the podcast and smoke along with us at home. Is there anything you learned from your survey that you go, Ooh, we might want to change something or is this just more, cause you've been doing it 10 years. Is this just more like, you know what? We're, we're going in the right direction. I, I think generally we're heading in the right direction. Our numbers still go up. It's amazing. The whole pandemic listening thing was interesting to watch. We went up very significantly on the video portion, probably doubled our numbers there. And those have come back down again. But even when we doubled the video numbers, we didn't lose much on the podcast side. So I think it was different people. It wasn't necessarily that folks are at home now, so they're They're watching it on video instead. But for us, one of the big questions was, hey, should we have an audience event? Mm -hmm. And so we asked them, if we had a weekend event in New Hampshire, would you consider attending? And to my surprise, 62% said yes, which probably means 10%, but that's still good. Right. (laughs) You know? Yeah, that could be a couple hundred, right? Yeah, consider it versus doing it are very different things. But I think the only other thing we were really interested in demographic-wise is how much of our audience is female, right? Because given the the subject matter of the podcast. I'm going to guess 15%. Uh, you're you're high. Am on, I high? Yeah, no, yeah. Okay. I, I don't mean you're right. you're high on drugs. I mean, you're <laughs> Not yet. High. You know, uh, 
But no, I just thought maybe it might be higher than you you think because it's it's one of those things where there's a thing now. Like every movie, like in the past, if it was if you got a bunch of women together for some reason they would break into a pillow fight, and now every TV show or movie you get a bunch of women together, it's wine. It's always wine, and on occasion they'll like break into the hubby's stash and like let's smoke a cigar. And I was like, maybe this is higher than we thought, but apparently not. Apparently not. And what is the number? I'm dying to know. Five percent. Okay, that's still higher than. Yeah, and interestingly, even amongst cigar smokers, mm -hmm. we're, we're pretty niche. Most of the people who smoke cigars are not tuned into uh, live broadcasts. They're not listening to right. They got their one kind, and that's what they do, and they're not interested in the rest of it. So this is almost uh, a, a niche within a niche. It's a very specific audience. Well, yeah. when I talked to Dave, I got to, when I was in Ed's area there, I went up there to speak in an event, so I got to hang out with Ed one night, and Dave was there, so he took me over to the studio. And it's one of the things you kind of go, Oh, yeah, is like you can't advertise alcohol in cigarettes and all the other places you can advertise. So yep. it was like, oh, oh, yeah, that's true. So he's got his audience that has found him, and he's got a channel there that's direct to his potential customers, which is great. Yeah, I mean, one of the only places left besides us would be um, some of the magazines. Right. You know, like a uh, cigar aficionado. So. We were curious, too, and asked the, our listeners, do you read any cigar magazines? Mm. And uh, where did I put that one? I, it wasn't that surprising. 53% of people said yes to that. That's about right. That's yeah. what I would have guessed. Because you think about it, these yeah. are people that are into cigars. And right. it's like, okay, I love the podcast, but I want more. And it's like... Well, and that's the funny thing, too, right? You get so much different feedback from people, and we don't want to ask what they think about the length of the podcast, honestly, because it's going to stay the way it is. And okay. to your point, don't don't ask if you're not going to do anything with the information, but it shocks me the number of people who say our podcast is too short. That's amazing. Yeah. Two hours. and. And we also, because we ran out of advertising space, an advertiser came to us and said, would you consider doing an after show that I could sponsor? So we've got a 20-minute after show on top of it. Wow. Uh, Craig wants to know, have you ever thought of cross-promotion with that guy who podcasts about single malt whiskeys? It's, I don't know. It sounds like you got enough promotion going on, but that's, you know, it, it, you know, what goes good with a cigar? I don't know, but that might be... A cross-promotion often. I, I like that idea. It, it is. It sort of takes it to even a, a smaller niche segment. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, no, I think I think Dave's got all he can handle right now. Yeah. And the audience, I think Dave mentioned it to you when you were up there. It's one out of a thousand people smoke premium cigars, right? And most of the consumption happens in the USA. So that's a fairly small audience, right? So where are we at? Like 350 million or something? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So where does one in a thousand take you down to? Oh. Less than 3 million. Yeah. Is that 
you know, 350,000 or call it half a yep. million. Yeah. Is, almost three, almost a quarter of a million in that. In right. That, yeah. Right. So I just round it up for the rest of the world. Right. And that's, as they say in the business world, you're, you're TAM. <laughs> the total the total addressable market for this. So yeah. if if you're getting, you know, and we See, don't quote numbers of five to ten thousand of the people in that, you got a big chunk of the market. See, and I don't think most people do that. I think so many people just think my audience should be bigger, which we all think that, but there there does come a time when you you might actually end up a little more encouraged when you go, okay, I'm doing the albino ferret podcast. And you're like, okay, how many albino ferrets are there in the world? Okay, there's a hundred left on the world, and I'm doing a podcast about it, and I've got 40 downloads per episode. I've got 40% of the market. It's like, holy cow. And And this is just it, right? We don't obsess about the numbers with this podcast. And I would guess, well, I know Dave makes it. Let's say it's well into the six figures per year nice. on this podcast. So what does he, where does that put him in the top 98% probably of people, mod, yeah. maybe 99. And it's a relatively small audience. It's sub 10,000 people. Man. So I think that is the thing for people to think about. Everybody chases, well. I need this number because I need CPM money. Well, if Dave was taking standard CPM, he'd be making a whole lot less money. And I think a little less motivated, to be honest. Like, I think that direct connection with his, with the, with the folks that are doing the advertising and that advertising being so consistent in the product really makes, like, it really hits the target. One of the interesting numbers that came out of the survey was the, the, the percentage of individuals who are on the care package, which is kind of the premium. If you think about how the audience can get involved from a premium perspective, they can 25 or $30 a month. This day. So you could ask for that in Patreon, but instead there's a product associated with it that people can get. They mail them once a month. Got a great deal on that too. I ordered some additional product mm-hmm. and just said, hey, include it with the care package. It came free, right? So it was, it was, a, it was a great service to me. Only half of the listeners are our care package and only half of those are on the premium side and so you know it's interesting isn't it yeah yeah i mean that that tells me something that half that audience is engaged without having that that purchase commitment in in there it's not like you have all you'd kind of expect it like oh everybody'd be on the care package even at 30 dollars, which isn't you're getting something for that 30 dollars So it's an easy it's an easy deal, especially for this niche audience. So, for, from Dave's standpoint, I would say, man, we still have some opportunities in there to to continue to grow that premium subscription. I think some of the question would be, how do you get your care package? There's two well, names. There's two names, right? There's a twenty five dollar and a thirty. Do they you guys the, name those differently? The thirty dollar is your care package prime. Prime. There we go. So premium <laughs> prime. Let's say right. <laughs> Which means you get one more cigar in the deal. But have 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 there has there been much discussion about how do you get your premium to prime? Well, Jim, you're a, a member of the Prime, correct? I am. I am. Maybe you noticed in your package this month there was a special thing for members of Prime only, where we're doing uh, mm. 
We're doing a cigar bingo contest on the show. So we've got a whole bunch of little catchphrases that come up on the show. Instead of being a drinking game, you follow along at home. And when somebody uh, says one of the catchphrases, you mark that off on your bingo card. Nice. Whoever gets bingo first wins a box of cigars. So it it helps with the engagement. It's giving additional value on the prime side, kind of like what Amazon did with, oh, okay, first you get uh, free shipping, and now you get a certain number of Kindle downloads, and now you get this. So we definitely saw the survey and looked at, okay, how are we going to get more people over to prime? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. That's it. Ed, thanks for any, anything else. I was going to say thanks for jumping in, but anything No, else? nothing else from my end. I'm just usually getting ready for the show at this point. So no, given great. that we pre-recorded for once, then right. uh, I thought How, it'd be. Go? How'd the pre-recording go? It always goes smoothly, Jim. I'm at the helm. You know that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we we just decided uh, for we didn't have a particular idea of the why of it. We just decided, okay, well, since this is a little different, let's only stream live on Facebook, and we'll actually do it as a premiere on YouTube at the normal time and the podcast at the normal time. So yeah. I think it'll be interesting to see, is that going to be a big bump to our Facebook numbers because people consumed it? when it was available or is everyone going to wait? I hope that was your idea. Cause that's a great idea, by the way. <laughs> so the, the pre the, the premiere will allow folks to all join at the same time. So they'll still have that audience effect same yep. time as they're they're They would normally get there. Are you going to have somebody man kind of the chat room? So that yeah, there's, there's yeah, some- Barry, Barry said on the show before the show before that we, some of this stuff we just talk about on the show. I don't know. What do you think we should do? Okay, well, let's do it this way. And so uh, Barry will be there and I'll hop in for an hour or so. And it does give us a much better chance to interact than we normally have when we're running the show. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's super cool. I will have to, we'll have to track that to see how that premiere goes. Cause I, I don't think that's a feature that a lot of podcasters have used yet to kind of realize like, Hey, we can set this. YouTube is giving it kind of preference. It shows up anybody who subscribed, it shows up in their feed. I mean, there's a lot of great things about using that. And so it'll be interesting to follow because it starts at a certain time. You can get your audience there. Even if you're not live, you can get your audience there all at the same time. So, Yeah, and people get notified. They can set a reminder for themselves. So we'll see how that works for us. Ed, thanks for jumping in and sharing the survey results for us. Thank you, guys. Enjoy your fourth after you're done working here. (laughs) And enjoy your Saturday off. That's kind of nice. I know. First time (laughs) a Saturday off. So I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thanks, 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 Tom. Thanks, Tom. Well, speaking of uh, premium, we want to say thanks to, and of course, our, our mid-show pour, courtesy of podcastbranding.co, but we always want to thank our $20 supporters, awesome people like, well, first of all, I always forget this, the teacher's pet still open, which I find it's starting to be a little soul crushing. I think, <laughs> you know what I need to do? I need to promote this on the School of Podcasting. Mm. That's what I need to do. But anyway, if you want one-on-one consulting, 
at a much discounted rate. I mean, normally it's 200 bucks an hour, and I want to say it's 125 okay. So uh, for an hour, and I'll listen to your show, and it's kind of almost like a, a private version of the podcast review show, or if you just got questions and such. But we also want to thank our, our $20 supporters like Greg over at DebtShepherd.com, Glenn the Geek Hebert at HorseRadioNetwork.com, who will be coming on the School of Podcasting. I always love when and when Glenn contacts me. He's like, hey, I've got an idea for this thing. And it's almost always like, yeah, if, if you think it's – he knows my audience. So when he has an idea, it's always good. Uh, Max Trescott over at AviationNewsTalk.com. Shane at Spybrary.com. We might be talking about Shane in a, a minute here. We, we he, There's a – speaking of a mystery and, and sleuthing and things of that nature – uh, we might get into that in the post show. There's a a controversy about a company that makes artwork that we have to make sure to talk about in a way that can't get us sued. But speaking, let's just I'll stop right there. The nice thing about podcastbranding.co is Mark is creating the artwork that you hire him for, not some other company uh, or person that is potentially allegedly maybe stealing other people's artworks. Uh, Carl is not stealing anything. He's telling you about Life in the Carolinas. Uh, you can find him at lifeinthecarolinaspodcast.com. Kim Cradgy, which I'm going to be talking about her in just a second here. You'll hear the lovely voice of Kim in just a second. Uh, if you want to hear more of her voice, go over to toastmasters101.net. And Ed, you just saw him. You love him. You can't get enough of him. Go over to soniccupcake.com. And if you'd like to be an awesome supporter, you can help us out here, askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. And of course, if you also want to support Dave, the book is available. It's coming out now in August, not in July. Go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash profitbook to get your copy of Profit from Your Podcast, Proven Strategies to Turn Listeners into Livelihood. And uh, I believe Dave is mentioned in that book. That's one of those things where I'm like going, did I get Dave into the book or not? Because the book was written nine months ago. And I'm kind of like, hmm. But I want to stay on the, the subject of feedback. And I always say that to people that you need somebody not named Mom to listen to your show. So I'm starting this show. You've seen the artwork. Mark did it. For grow your community. And originally, you know, I kind of came up and I was going to do something a little different, a little more, not NPR, but a little less energy. And so originally the intro was going to kind of sound like this, where I could say something like, hey, on this week's show, we're interviewing Dan Miller from 48 Days to the Work You Love. He's uh, written a book on Mastermind. He has courses and blah, blah, blah. And then the idea was it would kind of pick up. Welcome to the Grow Your Community Show. So that was the idea, and I actually did then a trailer based on that music. And we're not going to listen. You're to thinking some. of launching your own online community. It really gave me okay. These people are really cool. So if I can facilitate the party, this could be special. Now notice how he said it really gets me. I think is what he said, and then he started the rest of that sentence. So I I played this for Kim Cradgy from Toastmasters101.net, and. And I asked her because I value Kim's opinion. I know Kim will tell me if this is good or not. And so she said. That's a trailer? That's a trailer. Okay. For a minute, maybe. You have, a, you have an error at the beginning? Play, start it again. You're thinking of launching your own online community. It really gave me. Okay. These people are really cool. It so really gave me. Facilitate the party. Okay, and this could be who's special. There? Anyway, so and she said that really like she goes I started going left and then the guy changes and it's funny cuz when I still hear that I don't like there are a lot of times my brain just because I know what came before the clip and after the clip 
that it just didn't hit me. So this is why getting somebody to give you feedback, because in the end, that the trailer I made is now this. You're thinking of launching your own online community. These people are really cool. So if I can facilitate the party, yeah. this could be special. And I got yeah, mil- to more better. to it. Well, listen, I'm going to let this play for a second. It's like anything. If you want to learn how to ride a unicycle, you go watch a YouTube of somebody who already knows how to do it. And maybe you reach out and say, hey, how did you do that? Which is exactly what I did. That was a mistake. Mm. What you just the heard, music, the, the music stopped. The music. And I was like, hey, that's kind of cool that it then accents what he says, which is, how did you do that? And so if I were to let that play, it goes, I did, I did that same mistake now on purpose to where I say, blah, blah, blah. And we want to find out what's working. And there's a clip. And then I go, and sometimes, and then the music stops, what's not working. And then you hear Dan Miller go, we lost 30% of my audience. And then when the next thing comes in, the music kicks in. So it's, that's just an old musician trick. Anytime you all of a sudden stop the music, if people are dancing, they're like, wait, where's the downbeat? And then you kick it back in and it's like, so my my thought that I just, and you'll see uh, if you're a subscriber to my YouTube channel, you're going to hear this all again. I put it into a video just because I thought this is an example of like feedback isn't like, like she also said about the music. She said, okay, I'm not in love with that music at all. You know, okay. You know, that's my mom type music. It's it's a whole different Dave Jackson feel to it, yeah. I would like something less churchy sounding. So, and I was like, okay, and it just and the thing I loved about it that is uh, the the voiceover person I used. Again, reach out to your network. That is Kim Newlove, who does the pharmacist with an S, the pharmacist voice, and she's doing voiceover for people that need people who understand how to say very hard medical stuff. (laughs) And I was like, Hey, this one's easy. I just need you to read this sentence and I will pay you. And so she was, and and I, I loved it because she has that kind of without sounding, I don't know, like corporate voice, but also I could see this going very corporate or if I put high energy in it, she's got that kind of bubbly, you can hear the smile in her voice kind of thing. So don't be afraid to ask for feedback. So many people are like, yeah, but but people are going to like tell me if I need to change it. And I'm like, well, yeah, which one did you want to listen to? Or, and I was like, instantly, I was like, well, that's better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So where'd you find that music? Audio blocks. I signed up for audio blocks two years ago on Good Friday for like 99 bucks for the year. And it's not a whole lot more per year, but it's one of those things where every black, like this year, Black Friday, I'm like, hey, what is this $150 charge for? I'm like, oh, that's, it's audio blocks. I'm like, uh, so it's a yearly thing, but I use a lot. I get bored playing the same music all the time. Yeah. And so I use a lot of music as transition in my uh, different shows and stuff. And so I like that a lot. And, and my whole thing is I always, I always like funky music. To me, it's just, it's, that's, that's it's good. It's, it's good. It fits you. Yeah. Like that, that, and you, man, you went from, I mean, the, the change in tone from the first to the second, by the way, thank goodness you listened to Kim. Yeah. Like, cause it's the, she's, she was right. It's like, mm, don't like, she was really kind to you on the music, by the way. She's like, oh, yeah. not in love with the music. She had been like, where did you find that? Well, and, the, and the only reason I like that was yeah. because it started off really slow and then it built up. And I was like, oh, I can do like the intro of the guest over that. And it's like, eh. so I like the second, I like the second bit. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. It sounded cool. It's a little, got some funk to it. Yeah. I told you in pre-show, I want to be the guitar player on that. Kind <laughs> of, I, I want to go back to the seventies and just be that, that, the, that kind of guitar player, you know? Yeah. And I realized if I wanted to, I could sit there and tweak that and tweak that and tweak that. But at my point, I just wanted to, I was I like, you're on something there. that's a really good trailer with that music. And then with yeah. what you were saying, are you going to change what that guy said? So that it's I did, if you actually hear, I wish I had just that clip, but if, if we, I'm going to go ahead and play this again here, but you'll, you're thinking of launching your own online community. It really gave me, okay, these people are really, it really gave me, okay, these people. So in the new version, you're thinking of launching your own online community. These people are really cool. So if I can facilitate the party, this could be. So notice I cut out. It really, uh, it, I yeah. went right to it. And I didn't even notice that. And that's when I went, ooh, this is a great example of how feedback, no. you, you don't know what you don't know because you're, no, you know, you can't, you're, right. you're up to your neck in it. In your first example, so you don't change the tone of what you said no. either time. Right. All I but, did was took out the music and put in some new stuff. When you play it the first time with the slow music, it yeah. sounds to me like you're you're almost struggling to say the words. So you're thinking almost like <laughs> Captain Kirk, like so you're thinking about starting an online. Project, right? <laughs> you're and thinking then, of starting, yeah, a community, yeah. But oh. when you add when you add the the upbeat music to it, it takes away that whole feeling, Absolutely. and it and it, it doesn't you just it doesn't have that same tone. So there's a great example how a music bed can kind of change. Yeah. You didn't change the the physical recording. No, the music bed changed it for yeah. you. Though. One more time, just for fun. Yeah. You're thinking of launching your own online community, <laughs> and then. You're thinking of launching your own online community. It's the exact same voice, but it's, it is amazing how that works. It, does, it totally changes and, the tone of it. And I still get to do the cool thing that I wanted to do because now I can go, I can, I picture it this, like you hit play on the show and you hear, on today's show, Dan Miller. And then you wouldn't have that again. Welcome and to you the just Grow right Your Community there. Show. So, the little thing I want to do, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, that, I, like it. I like it. So, I like I, it. I, that was just so for wondering why we're talking about feedback today. That's why. Jim, are you an official member of the Podcast Academy yet? No, I haven't. I haven't got it done. I was going to do it last week and then I got super busy. And this weekend I'm getting super busy with the, with the 4th of July. But what's the deadline for the $50? Ah. And I understand that they've, They've relaxed the... Yeah, you don't have to do the letter of recommendation thing. If you want to say me, use the email schoolofpodcasting at gmail.com. From what Rob Greenlee said, I heard him on the feed, and he said, I might get an email that says, Jim Collison says he's a podcaster, and I will go, yes, he is. So I guess if you want to reference me, you can, or like I just referenced Rob. I'm like, ask Rob, and I got approved in like a day or two, so that was cool. But from what I understand, they're working on a some sort of online networking thing in August, and they're working on an award show. But at this point, I am just popping popcorn and going to sit back and watch, and if they ask for my opinion, I'll give it. But I kind of am not like, oh, Yay! I'm like, okay, well, we did this. I'll be interested to see what we do with it, but it, it should It'll be take some time. It'll take some time. Like any good group that, I, mm-hmm. listen, I trust Rob. He's he's going to do the right thing on this. So I, I don't think I'd hesitate on 
getting in there and getting it done. I, I'm only hesitating because I've been, and I've had massive technology meltdowns yeah. over the last two weeks. So I've been busy trying to protect my own network, but yeah. Yeah. Dave says uh, podcast Academy. Okay. I came in late. Did I miss something Yeah, The podcast Academy is a thing that was kind of organized by her. I want to say Hernan, Hernan, the guy from Wondery and a bunch of people from Spotify and some, a lot of people with money, and then what was cool is Rob Greenlee ended up being the chair, and Rob is like the ultimate indie guy. But uh, the deadline is September for the Podcast Academy. If you want to get in at 50 bucks a year, and uh, Ed said he already used Jim as a reference, so there you go. And uh, so I haven't – I'm not – I'm not – I have no expectations at this point, I guess. I'm not down on it. I'm not up – I'm, I'm like – I'm in a wait and see kind of thing and they're just getting off the ground and and we'll see what what happens. The other thing I haven't that's on my list of things to check out, Podcast Movement University. Has anybody jumped into that yet? I would love to hear some feedback. Cuz here's the thing that if you you don't watch your attitude when somebody jumps in your space. So let's say, you know, Ed is working with Dave who's the king of cigar podcasts. And all of a sudden, somebody starts Cigar World podcast. It would be really easy for Ed to go, oh, crap, somebody's going to come in and try to take my listeners. And it's like, mm, no, not really, because those people are – they've got 10 years now with Dave and things like that. So when I see that – and I don't know what Podcast University is at this point. I'm assuming it's something to do with training people on podcasting and things like that. But some people want to learn podcasting from me, and some people are going to want to learn podcasting from – Jared and Dan, because they know Jared and Dan, and that's it's it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, I know. You you, you kind of you got to go with with who you're comfortable with. October first is that official deadline, by the way, for, nice. the, for the membership fee. It goes up to a hundred on October first. Seventy five dollars for students, even at a hundred, it's pretty good. Yeah, that's really what I thought it was going to be. And then when they dropped it, because I think they dropped the price due to COVID. They're like, ah, people might be kind of stressing for for cash at the moment, so they dropped it down a bit. And and then Fred says, I joined Podcast University for the third time. I'm not sure. I know there have been many people. There, I mean, come on. You can throw a rock and you'll hit 8 million different people teaching podcasting. So that's, uh, that's nothing new. The other thing that came out on the second is I looked – I watched a video. Is Zoom came out with the H8 with now you have six microphones built in that you can plug XLR in and then two kind of the, the microphone that comes built into the zoom thing. It's not the prettiest thing in the world. I will say that, but it looked pretty easy to, to use. Jim's got a, a picture of it here. Yeah. And I think it's ugly. I mean, it's super space age or it's really ugly. Yeah. Like that is- and so the interesting thing I thought about it is the video from zoom was all about musicians which it which is a great tool for musicians. If you want individual tracks for most of the stuff and then the two microphones to pick up the ambient noise of the room, it's great. And it's got all sorts of Bluetoothy stuff that you can uh, adjust the volumes with a, another app and all sorts of stuff like that. 400 bucks. So I don't plan on getting one anytime soon. I've still got an H6 in the box. I've never unboxed it. And uh, so for me... There's 400 bucks for the, you know, Zoom 8 or 600 bucks for the Roadcaster. I guess it depends too on what you're doing. Although the Roadcaster now with the the portable battery kind of plug 
it's not going to be as portable as that because that'll fit in. Well, I don't know how big it is, but I'm assuming it'll fit in your hand ish. I would I would point more people towards the road. It's going to be hard to beat the roadcaster. I don't know. What do you think, Jim? Yeah, it's it, that's an interesting. It's an interesting design. Like I, I'm not sure I would have done. And they must have had good reasons. I'm not sure I would have done these corners like this. This this I get it. You can put a cable in here right. and have it go three different ways. Kind of keep the cabling in in a in a big square box. May may have looked ugly. I don't know, but I I don't I don't like that corner. This this corner in here. I'm not a big fan of that that look. But for 400 bucks, <laughs> it's 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 priced right, I think yeah. for what it does and in that space. They if this thing would have come out at 699, which I thought maybe it would. Yeah. Like that was kind of like, well, I don't know, but 399 seems to be the right price. This is I I've said this before. These aren't my favorite devices. I'm just not a big I am if I'm going to go portable, I'm going to take a little bit of better equipment with me. I shouldn't say better. This is pretty good, but I'm not. I do not like tiny little dials and knobs. I want kind of full size stuff, even when I'm live. Yeah, I Bangs is saying. Notice that they haven't released any hard specs on it yet. I did not notice that. That's interesting. Well, it'll come with some firmware updates, I'm sure. Well. (laughs) If you think about this, though, if we go back to the early days of podcasting where we're all buying mixers and portable recorders, this is a mixer and a portable recorder all in one. So that that's kind of cool. And I do like the fact that you can adjust the volume with knobs. And the video I saw, you actually, that little thing at the bottom turns into like UV meters, which is kind of cool. So it's I, I wouldn't say it's a bad piece of equipment by any means. It's actually pretty cool. I just, it's, it, it's definitely... The other thing, I guess, for me, how often do I need to record six people at the same time versus four on the H6? I'm sure there's a use case. And for a lot of people, they're going to use two. And that's okay. I mean, at least you can expand out to it. I'm not a fan of little – I have big, fat fingers, so I'm not a fan of little, tiny knobs to do changes. And then I hope this isn't one of those things where you try to jam too – like that screen down below – but you try to jam too much. It's like the early days of the iPod when they try to jam a whole bunch of things into a really bad interface. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I don't know. There's already two screens on that where you'd swipe left and right. And yeah. it's kind of like, oh, that's a lot. So uh, well, hey, if you bought it, you like yeah. it. Awesome. Roll well, here with here with another opinion is the one and only Chris Nessie. How are you, buddy? What's up, gentlemen? Happy Saturday morning to you. How are you? Doing good. A little bit of a different setup. I'm, I'm in the garage. I actually got you guys on the TV behind me. Hi, so. Nice. <laughs> Excellent. Um, I, I just wanted to call in because quick, I don't know if you saw in that image. I know you just mentioned that the Zoom announcement focused on musicians. Yeah. But I noticed in the some of the artwork you've been just showing on screen yeah. that there looks like there's a podcast icon. So maybe there is some podcast functionality to it. There was down in the bottom okay. screen. I remember there was something, yeah, there is that little podcast icon. So there's there's something there. So it could be interesting. I And I know they have, they've always had the ability to plug a, like a line in. So if you had, like on my iPhone, I've got the, 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 whatever this plug is, if I got a line out of this and then a cable, I could, I could go that route and plug my phone in. Now it's not going to be as cool as far as I know to where I can plug the phone in to get the output of it, but there's no way that I know of, I think, to get the the input of it. I, that would be, I'd have to look into that. There's probably some 
adapter cable thing, whatever. You got new glasses, my friend. Did you not? No. Nah, they're nah. just glary. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I've just not seen you with glasses, but yeah, it's it it's, might be the hair. The last time you saw me, I had hair probably. <laughs> That might be it. I don't know. So anyway, but it's it's a new toy for people to play with. So that's that's kind of fun. You gonna get one, Chris? No, I got the uh, the H six, and that that more than meets my needs. I use it as the audio interface, and I take it when I go mobile. Nice. He said bangs in the chat room. They have a noise gate now, which is cool, and buttons for live effects and sounds. So if you need to, you know, you can now do that on a well. Okay, so we're getting aside from the phone plug in. Which I again, I just I just watched the video on YouTube. I went over to their Facebook group because I remember Chris had said, "Hey, anybody know what this is?" And I saw it was coming out on the second. So on the second, I ran over to see what it was, and we'll, we'll see what happens. So should be fun. Yeah, I was all excited to uh, see what it was, and then I forgot to look on the second to see what it was. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Nice. All right, that, that's all I had. I just wanted to point out that there was that button, and maybe there is some built-in podcast functionality to it so bet there, bet there is thanks for jumping in chris thanks man all right happy uh happy fourth of july guys yeah, you too be safe yeah. fingers and toes oh, back, <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah and that's the other thing it probably means you're going to be able to get a zoom h6 i know they're already on sale for 250 i think i saw where they were coming down trying to make room for that so the h6 is 250 i want to say i thought i saw where they'd come down i know they're on sale so and then Scott says, yeah, I'm in the fat finger club. That's the thing I hate is when you start making things so small, you're like, ah, that's not going to work. It'd so. be great if it had a driver that would have an interface so you could plug a monitor in and or whatever just to get – just to get – I just – those little dials have – like the – how do you get your finger in there to move those? And I always – then I hit the one next to it. Use your thumb maybe. I don't know. It has four uh, pads. So we're getting there. We're, it's If you don't need the phone thing – it would be great if those those were were infinite, and then you had in the screen down below you could choose. Maybe you could go in, choose the settings, and use a, a slider, a virtual slider, or something like that to get a little more fine tuned, plus or minus, something like that. Yeah, H six Bing says is two fifty. So yeah, I'm on which Sweetwater. Is a great deal, man. So I guess three fifty would be the original price. They haven't dropped that on Sweetwater, but maybe it's in maybe it's two fifty in other places. Yeah, I saw. I think it was Amazon had dropped it. Probably making room for inventory. We'll we'll see. So, but interesting again to see. I'll be interested to see if because at this point the road. And Daniel says, "Yeah, it's it's back up to uh, two ninety nine. Set a slick deals alert for it. So go to slickdeals dot com. Yeah." Just go in there, search for it one time, and then set the alert. And it'll, it'll. I would set an alert for all of the Zoom H series if, if you're if you're looking to buy one, and then wait for the right deal to come in. I am sure it's going to be pretty throughout the summer. There's going to be some deals all over the place, and that Slick Deals community is a great way to kind of keep track of things. I'm trying to figure out what this means. Michael says my beard makes me look, and then I think it, stately. I think stately. Is what he okay. Stately. I think it makes you look Amish, but <laughs> yeah, I, I was going for sexy Santa. If I do this, I kind of, uh, <laughs> but it is getting to the point now when I ride my bike, it's starting to get sweaty and I'm like, okay, maybe this whole beard thing is, is like, let's go back to the, when you do shave it off, shave the mustache first and just keep the bottom beard for a day. Just, <laughs> just to go full on Amish, go full Amish, go full Amish. <laughs> nice. We have, we have bangs on decks in the chat room, but I realized that as we do this, we're it's, it's 
time to wrap up the first part of the show. So, Jim, what's coming up on TheAverageGuy.tv? Yeah, I actually had a show scheduled and then kind of canceled it at the last minute. Had some family stuff come up. And so you can do that. Like I told the, the host, I'm like, sorry, can't be there. So uh, no show this week. But if you want to go back to the summer lawn care show, it's still available out there at TheAverageGuy.tv. Yeah. On the School of Podcasting, I might do exactly what we did on the show. So I apologize in advance for the repeat because it is a holiday and I like the feedback segment. I was like, hmm, you know what? That actually worked pretty good. So I might, I might take kind of what we learned, which is often happens on the show. I take what I learned on Saturday morning, polish it a little more, and then put it out on, on Monday. So I don't uh, think that's bad. Yeah. I, I don't think that's a bad thing. So, but at any rate, we always thank everyone for coming out. Thanks to the awesome patrons. Again, go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. If you're listening to this later and you go, oh, I can never make it at 1030, just go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash ask and uh, you can listen or you can leave a question there and we will play it on the show. And I've got another 54 seconds to kill. So. Wow, I thought I talked too long. And, yeah, thanks and, to thanks to uh, Mark over at podcastbranding.co. And, yeah, and we, we may even do a mid-show sponsorship spot, right? So, so somebody could could do the mid-show? Yeah, we're, we're, we're pondering mid- that idea. I need I need to go find my plug-in for auctions and nice. we, we might do that again. So, But yeah, so everybody in the U.S., enjoy your holiday. Everybody else, enjoy your Saturday. <laughs> And stick around for some post-show where I'm dying to hear what Bangs is going to. I have questions for Bangs, too, because he's Mr. He's Captain Reddit. And I've been playing. I played a lot with Reddit today. So stick around. <laughs>